Welcome to the original Cuss Corner. I'm Pat Mayo, Gary and Thorne's on the show, and of course, the man of the hour, the insane person himself, Tim Andercuss. But now Cuss Corner has its very own audio podcast feed, so please subscribe, please go tell some friends, and if you really want to watch the videos for the later versions, you can go to YouTube and go to the Mayo Media Network and subscribe to that too. But please, share this around, because now you can find, all in one place, for the first time ever, Cust Corner! Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cust Corner, it's Cust Corner. Cust Corner, <laughs> So, Tim, I've been getting you to jot down notes of things that have been bothering you. Um, so I want to start with one, and it was something we were just talking about off air, and it was that Ringer Simpsons poll. I didn't like it. I, oh, I looked garbage. at it for about five seconds. I was like, nope, not for me. And it leads me to believe that we really need to do, we did that like quick top five episode yeah. thing. We need to do a definitive Simpsons power ranking at some point. That's fine with me. You just let me know where and when and I'll show up. Because you'll be in your office at 7 a.m. Yeah. with nothing to do. Yeah, nothing to do. Yeah, no, because... Yes, because I have traveled to your offices, and there's, there's, there's nothing but a constant barrage of action taking place there. Yep. It is. Cam was making bird noises earlier. No, well, there you go. I mean, it's on Instagram. Telling me the story about the day he and Gabe went nuts because KFC wouldn't deliver at noon. That <laughs> was a great day. <laughs> he was freaking. Like that's that. KFC how, wasn't even open at noon. I don't think. Giving him, I'm giving him money. That's, no, they were open. They just, they just had. They would not office. deliver before 4 p.m. <laughs> they were only delivering for dinner. And then Cam tried to pay someone in the office to go pick up KFC for him. He's paid multiple people in the office to ration some of their dinners they prepare for themselves each night and bring them to him the next morning as lunch. Uh, I think he, he once offered someone $10 for the week if they did that for all five days. It's not bad. You're doing no, 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 not $10 a night. Oh. $10. Just $10 for doing it every night that week. That'd be a pretty good deal for Cam. That's a great deal for now, Cam. Now, in fairness, offering up the $10 for Cam is pretty generous because usually he would just take it. That's true. Like if he tries to take my coffee. That's true. <laughs> He wasn't here yesterday, and I became, like, substitute cam. It's nice for a day. People just give you stuff. Like, just here's some candy. Ooh. Yeah, it's like you're the Don. Like, Don Homa. Don Homa, I made this a bit. This donut just for you. Grassy. And that's, I mean, that's a good ploy, because isn't that number one on the list? Yeah, last exit to Springfield was number, number one. Number one on their, yeah. on their list. That Which, is, you know, by that, the way, that's a very good episode. I, I wouldn't I, put it one, but that's a very good episode. That was the one that appeared on, like, the Entertainment Weekly list. From like 15 years ago was the best episode. Nothing as well. wrong with picking that episode, but like they had like the Michael Jackson one, which is not a top 10 episode. No, I, I didn't get that not. either. I Mark feel like Mark now, now, is not top 10. Now play classical gas. <laughs> no, again, that no, I just is felt a like they almost they were like it almost based solely upon what he preferred to write about, which I don't care. That's if, if you're, it's a lot of writing, I guess, but like it, it, that's the way it seemed to me. Like yeah, just the episodes Bart, he was more interested episode, in writing about. What is? Radio Bart is a funny episode. It's not that, That's not even a top 50 episode. Yeah. The only b- good moment in that is when Krusty takes Sting's line and just yells, all the way down! Oh, oh, no, I, I oh. enjoy Sting's quote of just, we're here to help, like, the kids or something. Who knows? <laughs> that, that and Homer didn't want Mark to rattle him too much because he's a good digger. <laughs> it's <laughs> a good true. episode. Yeah, they're, I mean, they're all good episodes. Not well, I mean, to a certain point. To a certain point. I even I found, like I, I guess it was, it was like Schwartzwelder's first episode, but like General Bart was like in their top 20. It's like, 
There's no season one episode yeah. that should be inside the top anything. They had they I, had I the first episode inside the top twenty two, and it was just like, no. Yeah, I, I have some real problems. I mean, I hadn't thought of this list, but yeah, it's a bad list. And, uh, where was Scorpio? I don't know. Probably Not nearly high enough. No, I believe it was like 13th. It wasn't something like that. one as it should be? Well, Lemon of Troy was 99th. That makes no sense. What? It's like, how? I don't even, I, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't okay, know. The top, the, the, now the 20 through 11. There are some good ones in here, like Burns uh, for Coffins or Croftwork or Crofty But is, it, is that, is, okay, is, I don't know where the casino one is, but is that one higher than that one? No, you know, I think, one is not I think Gambler top. gets a mention in like the 80s or something. Yeah. But that's a top yeah, 10 I know. episode. I know. <laughs> the Crippled Irishman. Like the way we was as 11, I'm sorry. That episode is not that high for me. No. It's like, it's like Lisa's Substitute. Like, they put that at two, on two the list. Yeah, that's yeah. not a great, it's a fine episode. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an, it has emotional were, resonance, I guess. Yeah, but like, If you were to come up with Simpsons episodes that are like, were the most emotional or the most touching, sure, it would be in anybody's top five, but... That's not, this is the best rankings, and it just, it doesn't hit best. Because I would even say, in terms of, like, emotional resonance episodes, like, that that sort of combine that and the comedy, I much prefer in Maggie Makes Three. Yeah, or Maggie's First Word. Yeah. That one, too, yeah. Or Mother Simpson. Yeah, Mother Simpson which is, didn't even make the list. But, didn't you know, make you could put substitute that in that milieu, and you, you would be fine with it. Look, I'm the Lindbergh baby. Are you stalling or, or just like, senile, little Colin? Or even the one where starts managing Lorleen. Oh, that was way too high. Yeah. You get funny episode moments, but, you know. Did not realize, though, until reading that article that Beverly D'Angelo played Lorleen Lumpkin. Mm-hmm. She sure did. And, well, and wrote the songs for daughter, herself. Right? Oh, I didn't know she wrote the songs. Yeah. It's yeah. funny, because Last Exit to Springfield is written by a guy, I think his name is Michael Crit. Not, but not Michael Crittenton? No, not him. It, it's something weird like that, but he's like a freelancer. Oh. Yeah, he's yeah. not a staff writer, and he also did the voice of like the, the general at Epcot Center Like when you go through the thing. So I don't want to correct you, but it, I will correct you. Last Exit to Springfield was written by Jay Kogan and Wallace Swallow-Darsky. Are you sure about that? Looking at, well, okay, well, I'm looking at the Ringer episodes list, and under number one it has date, air date, uh, episode number, and written by it on the okay. Last Exit to Springfield. Last exit to... I remember listening to the commentary commentary track. That must be a different episode. For that. No, because he made... They made a big deal about... Uh, Maybe he was like one of the rewrite heads or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, and this it says it's written by Wallace Wallodarsky. Yeah. Jay Kogan so. and Wallace Wallodarsky. Well, they're not even crediting Jay Kogan on this one. Where's my burrito? Where's my burrito? The dental plan. I just found it surprising that at no point in the recap. I, really think that, I don't think I had this episode in my top five, but now I feel like I probably should have. That, that is a really good episode. It's a great episode. I, I remember that one, too. That was one of the first smiles. ones that, because when I, I guess I probably saw this episode when I was like seven or eight, and I didn't have a whole lot of pop culture knowledge with which to draw from, but they made the, um, the Mr. Burns, How the Grinch Stole Christmas reference, and I was like, oh, T- I get TV that. shows do that? The guy I'm thinking of who I thought wrote the episode is also the voice of Sideshow Rahim. Who is, by the way, a top ten all-time character. Well, yeah, all your credibility. He should have gone. his own show. Yeah, his own <laughs> spin-off movie. I wouldn't. Okay, so Tim, things that have been bothering you. Let's hear them. I have a list, and we can you can talk about the one or two that you like the most. I'm curious about that Nuggets guy. I'm let's start though. No, let's start right there. Why, that guy is awful. You are only mad at the Nuggets guy. Because you didn't come up with the idea. Because you want credit for everything. 
all the time about everything that you do, and this guy is getting all the credit in the world for wanting some free nugs. Okay, well, let's start there. I hate the term nugs. Why? Why do you hate nugs? Remember how upset I got at that Truro McDonald's? They wouldn't give me barbecue sauce for my nugs? I like nuggets. I hate the term nugs. Why? Why do you hate nugs? Because nugget is not a long enough name that it needs an abbreviation. Yes. Yes. You hate the term berg as well. I don't like that. Tim loves call them burgers. He loves going to get some nugs and bergs. Well, because Secondly, Tim gets up earlier than everyone else, he has time to say all these words. Yeah. But for us who get up at eight or nine, <laughs> noon, I shorten the day. <laughs> I mean, where do I begin? So this guy is just a mooch. He is just a cyber beggar. Can I ask, who is what is he up to? Right? Cyber beggar. Do we know what number he he's up to at this he's point? He's up to like three and a half million. He needs to get to 18 million yeah, to so get free nugs. And I hope that he fails. And I hope all the people that retweeted him see that he fails. He doesn't deserve it. He got verified for what? Being a mooch? Well, Being a cyber pickpocket? Like, I'm sorry. Now. I don't like, find. It's really not exactly the, the pinnacle of Twitter it used to be. But, like, why is he even getting verified? Because he's the nug guy. Yeah, he's the nug guy, Tim. You need to know he's not some other nug guy. Maybe if you had some sort of good gimmick besides just cursing everything and you were the nug guy, then you could have yourself verified on Twitter. Of millennials making everything You're a millennial! Well, then then I should be in the best position to criticize them making everything awful then. But you need to admit on air right now that you are a millennial. No more than any of you. We're... I mean, Garyan is. Yeah, I'm not. I'm definitely. Yes, you are. A millennial started like 1980 or younger. No, 1986. It starts. Sorry. No. First, I have a real problem with these whole terminologies to begin with, because they're all arbitrary. Uh, you know, eight, you, you eight, don't eight. say <laughs> what that they're arbitrary. Well, they are. They're completely arbitrary. Yeah, of course. And so, but this guy is an example of what's wrong with Western culture, that we glorify and praise this mooch and this pickpocket who only want free things. And he's giving, he's so stupid, he's giving Wendy all the, Wendy's all this free publicity. You know, for something that, how much would it cost Wendy to give this guy free nuggets for a year? Like Why do you keep referring to Wendy's as a singular female person? Yeah, well, just thinking of her with her red hair and pigtails, sorry. Uh, it's just, it's, these people are garbage. For demanding, and then what happened on Twitter? I saw it there last week. You had all these people tweeting at various other fast food restaurants and places. Gee, how many retweets before I can get free Big Macs? How many retweets before I can have this, that, or the other? You know what? This is not a society I want to live in, where everyone is the GoFundMe culture of give me things for being me. I want money for being me. Go away. I hate this. That has to stop. It is a cancer on our society. On a separate note, I would like to encourage the listeners that I have now set up a GoFundMe <laughs> account that if you would just like to PayPal me money, you get nothing in return, but I just like money. If you like the show, send me money. I'll give some to Gary and not Tim, though. Like, he doesn't want your money. I feel like Tim hates Zach Braff but, and his PayPals. But he's trying to it's make fun. something out of the GoFundMe. Did that new movie with Michael Caine? Yeah, going in style, oh, yeah. Michael Caine. Hi, I mean, I saw the original. But when I was younger, I actually I've seen the actual movie, but I haven't seen this new one. Oh, is that a is that a it's a remake? It's a remake, remake? really? It's a George Burns remake. So my uh, I was talking to my it was my birthday recently, and my uh, grandma sent me a card. Not my uh, my dad's mom, who's like eighty. Yeah, and she just got like eye surgery, can't see. She's deaf in one ear. She's from Holland. She grew up during the war. She's very stern individual. Immigrated to Canada. Hates immigrants. 
It's one of those people. Yeah, sure. So I was talking to her. I was asking her, like, what, what have you been up to? She's like, ah, I went to go see a movie. Uh, three old men is what she calls it. She said, very funny. People were laughing. <laughs> that was her review of the movie. I so, bet you it's funny. I, I'm sure it's right in your wheelhouse, Tim. Well, you're you're, you're about 80. I bet you it's funnier than you think. I mean, the original I, I, be- very I bet funny. you it's not. Uh, well, I mean, we have different tastes in comedy. I enjoy things you don't. Do you? I do. I think. I mean, I'm probably not going to see this movie, but I think it probably would be funny. It sounds like you should go see it. I heard that nuggets, in the theaters, anyway, people were laughing. Yeah. <laughs> this Nuggets guy is terrible. Hundred percent exit it, poll we conducted. And I want to going in style. It's, it's you, called Three Old Guys. It's called Three Old if Guys. If you retweeted me. that Nugget Guys tweet, go on Twitter right now and untweet them. I think that everyone who hasn't retweeted the Nug Man, go retweet the Nug Man. Get some free nugs. Or free nugs for life. I think free nugs are great. Get it, Tim, and start asking how many retweets it would take for Tim to just give you some of his stuff. Uh, Yeah, well, and there's also another thing. At least Wendy's, if the guy does get to 18 million retweets, they're going to give him free nugs for a year. It's like you you were like, oh, if people retweet me, then I'm going to do a cartwheel. He never did a fucking cartwheel. I also never said retweet me and I would do this. And I will do a cartwheel. I don't know. Why are you turning this back on me? I'm not this cyber mooch demanding free food. But all you do is demand credit. And that is the core issue of all of this is that you demand credit and you're jealous that he has it. I am not jealous of this loser whatsoever. But he shouldn't be verified. People like me deserve it more than him. (laughs) To be fair... And here's the Tim, other like take. many celebrities, has various parody accounts. They're all him! But which one's the real Tim? Exactly. Here's the other take. Wendy's nuggets are not that good. That's, this That's is a true. good take. That's yes. a good take. That yeah. First strong take of the show, Tim. But We're only 44 minutes we'll in. We'll say Wendy's does have a very good dipping sauce game. Well, it has to cover up for the cardboard-tasting nuggets that they're serving. Their strip game is pretty good. If, you, if you're going not. to Wendy's and you want chicken, just get a spicy chicken sandwich. Yeah, yeah. Spicy chicken. not a big Wendy's fan. Don't mind. I like the JBC every now and then. There's just no Wendy's that. in downtown Toronto. So yes. I feel like it just makes me want Wendy's all the time. I, I went to one like two months ago at like 2 a.m. Got a ton of JBCs. Got, like, yeah, yeah and, there's, and there's nothing wrong with a JBC. <laughs> but other than that, I'm not a big fan of Wendy's. I just if but I have cook the spicy option. into the chicken. Yeah, but what if you went in and you were just like, "Can I have a uh, can I have a uh, thing of nuggets and some chicken strips?" And they were just like, "Chicken sandwich." Chicken sandwich. <laughs> All right, number two on your list, Nug guy. He's done with. We've we passed Here's over him. Long list of. I mean, I'm annoyed at the United guy. I'm annoyed at those new plastic egg cups on the cream eggs. Okay. Oh yeah. At, okay. I well, I, yeah. I don't I don't know what this is. Yeah. Please tell me about this. So, last year, or this year, I think it was last year, uh, Cadbury got rid of the foil on all their eggs and replaced them with these two plastic cups that you just, like, pull off the tab and it just releases. That's awful. Are people, do, do, do kids these days not have opposable thumbs and fingers that they can't unwrap foil that now we have to carry on these big, bulky, plasticky uh, cups to open How many, how many Cadbury so are you carrying around with you at one given time? Nevertheless, you shouldn't have to carry around any. And, like, they also have all these new flavors of eggs. Like, what's up with that? When I grew up, all we had was the cream egg, and that was fine. Now they've got Oreo ones and peanut butter ones and Chip Ahoy ones. And none of them are any good because I've tried them all. And I don't understand (laughs) why it is that we just can't have normal, regular Cadbury eggs here at Easter. And, again, Easter treats are underrated. Cadbury cream eggs are excellent. Peeps are delightful. No! That is not true. 
That is I, why you're cussed right there. That and the fact know, that you said the peat pizza looked good. You know what? I didn't say it looked good. You said I it was you said pizza good. Pizza good. I try it. Could be any worse than the monsters who put olives on their pizza. Olives are okay. Olives are awful. They are the handmaidens of Satan himself. <laughs> I don't like olives. I'm with him on this one. They're better than Peeps. Peeps are I don't disgusting. know. You ever had Peeps pizza? Peeps are really good. Peeps, Peeps are not really, really good. good. Uh, well, see, again, you haven't had a Peep in a very long that time. That is not true. I know someone who eats Peeps basically on a daily basis. On a daily basis? Yeah. Where does one acquire? You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta build up your Peep. like Yeah, your stash. Your stash, like sort of like Elaine with, with the pads. We, we may or may not have a cupboard at home dedicated to keeping Peeps. Oh, Dear well, God. I mean, Sam that, loves I support Peeps. that. Peeps are excellent. God, they're gross. Some people even leave them out to let them like get hard and then eat them. I don't don't understand that one. Yeah. I like them when they're like the way they're supposed to be mush uh, marshmallowy. I, I like. I want to hear your thoughts about the United guy. He should have got off the plane. Yeah, I, I, I'm actually with you on that one. Like, okay, the Chicago police shouldn't have roughed him up. Well, but you're like, you're pro roughing people up, uh, and, and United should have offered more money than the two fifty they were offered. They could have gone up to thirteen fifty, I think. They so should have isn't won. it like five hundred? They should, yeah, or whatever it is. They didn't go close to their max. They can offer. If I'm on a plane, unless I'm going for an emergency family issue or business, if somebody offers you thirteen hundred bucks to get off a plane to travel the next day, you're out of your mind not to take it. They would have had people lining up to give up their seats, but they didn't. So United's in the wrong for not offering enough. The Chicago police are in the wrong for roughing the guy up. But the guy should have got out of his seat. I'm sorry. He should have got up when it was time for him to go. And he certainly shouldn't have ran back into the plane afterwards, screaming and yelling and freaking at the other passengers. Uh, so he, while I think you know everyone is at fault here, uh, th- that means everyone's at fault, including the guy who refused to get up, out of his seat. Do a quick fault power rankings. Uh, I guess... United. I mean, for, I mean, for him being bloodied, it was probably who has the most him. fault in the entire situation as a whole. Hmm. The most fault. I guess it's United, but then it's, and, and then I guess it is the police, and then it's him. But he does bear some fault. Yeah. That was my point. Yeah, he's not this innocent babe in the woods who was just, you know, completely manhandled against. It. Like he should have got off the plane when he was asked. You know, like, that's irresponsible. I would have got off. Any normal person would have got off the plane. I don't know. I could see myself taking issue with that. Like, don't you know I'm Pat Mayo? Don't talk to me. You would yell and holler and make a scene, but you'd get off the plane. I would make a scene. Sure. And there's, I mean, you're allowed to make a scene, but you'd also get off the plane. It's not your plane. Well, I wouldn't want to be roughed up by the heavies that came on to get them. Because I would say, to your point. Also, why did they have, like, nightclub bouncers at at the airport? Well, I mean, Terrorism. airports have got to be ready to deal with all and sundry types of people. I mean, airport. the reason the story took fire is because everybody, just about everybody, has traveled yeah, and frequently enough in airlines, and everybody hates flying. So I love flying. People, nobody likes flying. Yeah, that's and a pretty broad net to cast. Unless you're flying first class, nobody enjoys flying. Yeah, but I'm, I'm littler. I like business, business class, yeah, so I'm aware. coach. It doesn't matter to me. It's just I'm comfortable wherever I sit. Yeah, I'm not the type of person that needs to buy two seats to get on a plane. Although, no. if I had the money, I would, just as so someone else couldn't have it. Well, I, mean, I don't like that. sitting by people. That's the one thing I don't like. Yeah. I don't particularly care for it either, but on most, air, on most flights, it's unavoidable. This is but true. no one likes to fly, and therefore everyone's at their anxi- everyone is anxious and annoyed already to be at the airport, 
And so they've got to be ready to put down various nonsenses that emerge. See, I prefer to fly than drive somewhere. Like, I'd prefer to be on a plane than in a car. Yeah. But but flying is not just about being on a plane. It's the entire rigmarole of getting to the airport. Yeah, but, I mean, but there's a whole thing. If you're security. good at airports, you can really cut down on your time. You get one of those Nexus passes. You just Yes, you can right. cut down on it, but there are so many things out of your control, including delays and overbookings. And it is annoying. It just is annoying. And you don't and you're paying a lot of money to do this thing and you are not you don't have the, the liberty you have when you're driving yourself. It's just it's an it's a necessary evil, but it doesn't mean it's not an evil. All right. We got time for one more. Uh, so I have the Patriots and the New York Times or my annoyance at the Star Wars trailer. What would you rather talk about? I feel like we can get to both those. Yeah. Let's let's I, we, I feel like we tease the people with the New York Times thing. All right, we'll end with that. Tell us about Star Wars. The new trailer looks awful. It's a teaser. And I'm annoyed by it. Have you seen it? Yeah. It's a teaser trailer. Like, what's your problem with it? Well, there was no teaser trailer for the last one. Yeah, there was. Yeah, the, the first trailer was a teaser it. trailer. The Have one where there's seen... basically no plot given out or no lines or anything like that. It's, it's just showing... But they, this one did give away the plot. This is the problem. This is going to be The Empire Strikes Back the all over again. The first movie gave away the plot to the second movie. They're clearly just remaking the original trilogy. Okay, well, then I'm annoyed by that. Why? Get but but you love Empire Strikes Back, and you just sure love, do, you love the remake of Three Old Guys. I Why not just watch the Star yet. Wars one? Because I want it to be something different than just a complete and utter remake. Although, in terms of spoilers, I, I don't quite know where this got out, but I did see a couple things on Reddit where apparently there was like some sort of live stream of... A, like They were all up on the panel, the main actors and stuff like that, and they decided to give the characters their last names but they don't have last names. Like, Finn doesn't have a last name. Uh, Ray doesn't have a last name purposefully because we don't want to know their, like, genealogy. Yeah. Where oh, we're going to find out Ray's parent at the end of the episode? Gee, what movie does that sound like? Well, it's a J.J. Abrams... Well, I don't think this one's technically Abrams, but it's a J.J. Abrams reboot. Like, that. what were you expecting? Well, with J.J. Abrams, you expect the first half of the movie to be excellent, the second half to be garbage. I know, but consider the second Star Trek movie that J.J. Abrams made. What movie did that bear a resemblance to? Yeah, it was was very good to start. No, but it was just Wrath of Khan. Yeah. Khan! There we go. (laughs) All right, tell us about the failing New York Times and how they failed the Patriots this week. Yeah, I mean, uh, here I am in this unusual position where I have to defend the New England Patriots. It's because you love Trump so much you have to hate the New York Times. No, it's, it's got nothing to do with that. He doesn't it's have to love to Trump anymore annoyance. because he's the Steve Bannon of this podcast. <laughs> he's just on the, he's on the outskirts. Yeah. It's, I, I like to think of myself as the Rufio of this podcast, but anyway, the the reason that I'm annoyed... I'll give you Ted Cruz. Tim yeah. loves Ted Cruz. I am a fan. He undercursed Ted Cruz, and that's how Trump won. I do like Ted Cruz. But anyway... What I was annoyed by, so that you, you said this, this picture was ubiquitous on Twitter on, I guess it was Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, of the photo of President Obama with the Patriots in 2015 and all the people around him, and then the president, uh, then the photo with President Trump uh, a couple of days ago. And it seemed like there was a lot fewer people in the photo with Trump than Obama. And of course, because the left on Twitter have lost their minds. And any opportunity to throw some sort of clickbait video that in any way makes the president look bad and makes their smarmy selves feel good. We're throwing around all of these pictures showing, oh, look, everyone wanted to come see Obama and no one wanted to come see Trump. Without looking into the fact that all the people on the stairs by the, the West Lawn 
that were in the photo with the Patriots with Obama, those people were just seated on the lawn this time. They weren't standing up on the on the stairs. So it wasn't there wasn't a reduction in staff. And the idea is, oh, well, a lot of, you know, a lot of patriots didn't come to this uh, White House. Well, you know, 34 went this time. 36 went in 2005 to see President Bush. So it's not like this is some radical reduction. It's, it's a cheap opportunity by people who deep down hate football anyway because it's violent and makes money, and so they don't like it to begin with, uh, using football as a way to take a cudgel against the president that they don't like just so they can take some sort of cheap and uninteresting point. And so I'm annoyed by that, and I was glad to see the Patriots' Twitter account come out and tell the New York Times that this tweet you sent out is a lie, and it's a it's misinformation, and it is the it is what fake news is fake all about. Fake news, huh. and so good for the good on the Patriots. Yeah, good on good on. Obviously, has no horse in the race. Bob Kraft for definitely wanting to make sure that 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 problem was just rectified instantly. Oh, okay. So it, there's something wrong with the owner being friends with the president and not wanting the president to look bad. No, I'm just saying, clear, like, a, good on the Patriots for coming out in support Trump. of Trump. Good on Robert Kraft for supporting his friend. Well, he just doesn't want people to lie about him when it comes to his team. Well, they have no problem lying, according to you. Well, they, they are a cheating organization. Again, this is why I'm in the unenviable spot of having to, to praise the Patriots. But they, they're they on the right side here. They're showing that the media purpose and the media does this with everything. This, this is just one of the recent examples. Uh, the attempts that the left have tried to make to do everything they can to disembowel this president on Twitter so that this, those smarmy people who watch Samantha Bee and Trevor Noah can laugh and chortle at the president all the while making themselves feel good. I find this type of, of attitude annoying and pointless and frustrating. And in my contrarian corner here, I say congratulations to the Patriots for setting some of these people who look down their nose at both football and the president uh, correctly. What's, what's a contrarian corner? It's Cust Corner. Cust Corner. Cust Corner. Cust right. Corner. Cust corner. right. So now you know what uh, the direction you need to go with these theme songs. Yeah, people. do we have any people out there who are like musicians? Maybe can write us a little ditty. An orchestra? Nah, just someone good with guitar. Yeah, listen, it only needs to be like five seconds. Yeah, it's Cast Corner, Cast Cast Corner. Yeah. Oh, go. Yeah, go auto tune a bunch of Tim's old gigs and turn that into a theme song. No, don't do that. <laughs> I would rather have like the Venture Brothers intro, which is like a minute and a half long. <laughs> They had to cut that down to three seconds. <laughs> and it ruined the show. I don't think it, oh, it ruined, it ruined the, the show. But the show was better when, in glorious color, uh, you know, the whole ad was there. That's a and why do TV shows get rid of that anymore, by the way? It's why a time constraints. It's your capitalist society, Tim, taking over the airwaves. You did, you're blaming Thursday Night Football for doing the same thing. This is what happened to TV. It used to be 24 minutes for a show. Now it's like 21.30. 21, yeah. Well, why can't we just go back to 2430? Because they want to sell away ads. millions of dollars. We'll just sell more for the ads when, when they're on. Yeah, but no one wants to pay more for the ads because there's a standard price. You sell and more also, of television's them. dying. No, television is not dying. That is a myth, too. Well, that, that can be a dove another day when I get into the whole mythology of cord cutting on my, my corner and how it's nonsense. But anyway, we can leave that for another day. Uh, lastly, uh, to kind of back on your Trump love and everything like that. It's not love. I'm just saying. Le- if you want to criticize the man, go right ahead. There's lots to criticize him about. Give me one. But don't lie. Give me one criticism. Her. Pardon me? Give me one criticism. Uh, I think that he was completely lying about having a great health care plan, because clearly he didn't have one. It wasn't great. Or, it was tremendous. Or lying about how he knew more than the generals about ISIS. I feel like that was a lie. 
Well, in his defense, healthcare is very complicated, more complex than anyone could have possibly imagined. Yeah, I mean, again, that's these are the sort of things that are annoying me. But you know, so you can criticize the man all you want. But what I don't like is this social media left-wing culture where everything Trump does is – because apparently after eight years now, you're allowed to make fun of the president again. It's not treason anymore to make fun of the president. It's, so you're not – my, my continual shock at your shock that Twitter, which is full of journalists, possibly 90 percent journalists, continues to boggle your mind that it's clearly left-leaning. Shocks me every well, time. It just annoys, it's not, I'm not surprised it's left-leaning. It's the disingenuity of it all. Spending eight years telling people on the right that m- making fun of the president is tantamount to racism or tantamount to disloyalty. And now, oh, it's perfectly fine to make fun of the president for the most vicious things whenever you want because, you know, it's, it's, it's all about partisanship. Like, it's the disingenuity about it. And these various so-called comedians on TV who think they're being funny, that no one is watching, speaking to their left-wing echo chamber, you, that you, annoys me too. Do you think that people aren't watching because they've cut the cord and they just don't have TV anymore? No, just that you know, people who are people over the age of thirty are not watching these so-called comedy shows because they would rather watch things that make them laugh rather than just being preached to by a left-wing intelligentsia. Well, that goes back to millennials and just their really having no values or not caring about the state now, of the world. No, what are people watching? They're watching things like Saturday Night Live, which are actually funny. Their ratings are way up, and why? Because they're actually being very funny. Yeah, I didn't. I haven't enjoyed it since it's come back since its hiatus. Oh, I disagree. The Baldwin is Trump thing has really run its course. Yeah. It is, but like last week, Melissa McCarthy is the Easter buddy being Sean Spicer. She's been very good. As, I, and I hate Melissa McCarthy, but she, she has been good That's as Spicer. That's a hot take. Is it a hot take? I think most people, I like Melissa McCarthy. She's, you also want three just, old dudes, the movie. I think that would be a pretty good movie. She's it just, is a movie! <laughs> I think it will be a pretty good movie if I see it. I think, it's your, I think you've seen it eight times already. Probably your favorite movie of all time. I More than Wawa Land. I saw it yesterday afternoon that I hid in the bathroom, and then I went and, and got a beat again after you saw it. Ugh, Michael Kane. <laughs> My name is Michael Kane. Um, did you see anything about this Alex Jones stuff? Your yeah. hero, well, Alex I, Jones. I'm sorry, I have no sympathy for Alex Jones. Are you stunned to find out that he may or may not have been a con artist? No. Gee, what a shock that the guy who pushed Sandy Hook trutherism. And the Pizzagate scandal is being accused of someone who might not be fit to have his children. You know, like, I know there are people around that are more sympathetic to Alex Jones, but I think he is a nutter. And uh, I, I'm sorry, my, my heart does not bleed for him. How about Bill O'Reilly being let go? Although he does have $25 bucks now, I'm petitioning for Fantasy Sports Network to hire Bill O'Reilly so Bill O'Reilly and Tim can have a show together. Well, Maybe almost, with Gabe. It's almost like when you sign, like when Deron Williams signs with the Cavs for the veterans minimum because he's just been bought out already and has all the money and doesn't need any more. Yeah, we can he just wants like to do something. 11 bucks an hour. Yeah. It's hard to know about Bill O'Reilly. I mean, like, I don't understand how people are allowed to get away with breaking their non-disclosure agreements. That seems weird to me. That we're even allowed to know about these things seems like it's strange, but, you know, I understand why Fox had to, had to let him go, and I probably, if I were in Fox's position, done the same thing. And they put Tucker Carlson in his time slot, and Tucker's new show has been fantastic. Well, you just love Tucker because he wears stupid bow ties he like you. He hasn't worn those in like 10 years. Do you think he was cursed when he wore them, and that's why he lost his job to begin with? <laughs> no. Tucker's really smart, and he's doing good jobs on, that, on the network as it is, so he'll, he'll, he'll be fine. And I think Bill, if he wants to, will land on his feet somewhere because, you know, he's got a following, and he's... You know, opinionated. He's, he's, you know, 
He's actually a good interviewer. Remember, he was the one who got Trump to say, what, you think we're so innocent? Yeah, Yang Gameshi just got a new show. I feel like Bill O'Reilly's going to find... Are you serious? Yes. Of course he did. How was he not going to get one? He's a good interviewer, and he was found not guilty, and everyone knows who he is. Unless you... That'd be like giving OJ a show. It's the OJ show. OJ's in prison. Well, okay, before OJ went to prison. Well, before OJ went to prison, a publisher was willing to publish his If I Did It book. Like, these people don't go away unless they're, like, incarcerated. So can we get a show, like a news panel show, an opinion With show? Yang Gameshi, Bill O'Reilly, and... I was going to say, Yang Gameshi, Bill O'Reilly, Keith Olbermann, and Glenn Beck. Like, those four guys need stuff to do. Yeah, it was nice to see Keith Olbermann talking about Bill O'Reilly getting fired, because if there's someone who knows about getting let go from network television shows, it's, it's Keith Olbermann. He's nuts, by the way. So what? So are you. You're an insane no, person. No, I'm not. I'm keeping it. I am speaking. Yeah, to uh, if there's one thing we've learned from Cast Cast Corner is that you can keep it together. I really don't like that theme song. <laughs> we have to come up with something a little more jazzier than that. Like, I like that theme song. It's already like, stuck in your head, isn't it? No, I like that. It's Cast Corner. Cast Cast Corner. Like something like that song from Kill Bill or like the intro to London Calling or something cool like that. What if we that just gave you like a Lost-like intro where it's just Cast? <laughs> would rather not that either what if it just it's uh, maybe we can get a sponsor for cuss corner so we can get whatever thing and then it's just it's brought to you by what's that i have the money god no (laughs) it was just like or there's like just an inset right away like we'll create like a bumper and a graphic and it'll just go skittle me timbers So if you would like to use the Tim gig, please just use that track right there, clean, where we were not talking over it. You can cut that out and somehow use that oh, as a part of your song, Oh, that's not what you were doing, too. was it? No. Why would we do uh, that? That's awful. Well, I will say I've got lots of other talking points on the next show. Can you tease us with some that we won't talk yeah. about right now? Yeah, my, my, my position that Orson's Farm is, by and away, the best part of the Garfield cartoon show. <laughs> uh, I've got that position. I've got various uh, stances based on what I'm seeing on like cable news. Or I, have somebody, I have a couple of cable news takes that I want to sort of keep in, in the back. I have a grocery store take that I'm very annoyed by recently, which it, I want to get into. You went to the grocery store the other day to buy ripe avocados. Did they have them? Yes, but they didn't have dragon fruit, which is what I also came to buy, and that annoyed me. I'll, I'm, I'm, I'm really anticipating next week. So, yeah, I got, I got points. But the Garfield one is my main point, because I have some very strong takes about that. Who cares about Garfield? Well, okay, you don't. But do, I do. Do the people do? Do they? I, I speak knows. for the people. The people love Garfield. We're talking about the literal like, like newspaper comic, or no, we talking about the show? show. On TV in the nineties. Yeah, I, I like that show. Everyone did. I haven't watched it in fifteen years, but <laughs> or twenty-five years. <laughs> well, I am twenty-five, but getting up there. Yeah. All right, I'll do everybody, it. Everybody, everybody hates you when you're twenty-five or twenty-three. Right? Damn. Sorry, that doesn't work. Are you trying to reference a, a Blink-182 song? I was, but then I realized it's 23, not 25, and it ruins it. Fun fact about Tim, loves Blink-182 for some reason. Yeah, I that was not something I expected to Yeah, I know, neither did I. Oh, I have that list of Offspring songs that I like, too, that other people don't like. We can talk My about My mom referred to the Offspring on the radio uh, on the weekend as, I don't like that hard rock music. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised Tim does. I, I do, but I mean, so I, that's on my list too. Of, I, I, well, I like certain songs maybe people don't like, but uh, anyway. Good episode of Cuss Corner. Yeah. Solid, Cuss, solid stuff. Cuss, Cuss Corner. It's oh, Cuss Corner. I hate that. Well, let's not do that.
We're going to get something good. I, I feel it. Yeah. There's going to be something that just blows us we have, away. We have auto-tune possibilities. I mean, at various times, you've sung that song very clean. So if they, if they just want to repurpose that. I, I don't have a great voice for singing. No. It's more of a voice for talking. <laughs> That's why you auto-tune it. This or is... screaming. Oh, I can scream. I'm aware. Tim, you need to rank your favorite Curb Your Enthusiasm episodes, too. We can go over that next time. Well, I can do that. Sure. So you can follow Garyon on Twitter, at Garyon Thorne. Plus, you can subscribe to The Rotation up on iTunes and Google Play and Stitcher and Audio Boom, just like you can for the Pat Mayo Hour, also up on YouTube as well. So I recommend you go to that. How about a brother? Yeah. Because right now, let's, much like the initial start. comments on the iTunes page for the Pat Mayo Hour, there's some weird yeah. ones up there right now. There's just... Garen's great. Yeah, you're, and after the NFL draft happens, you're about to become the second most famous Garen. So, um, did you see that? Did you see the name, the username of the person who left that comment? By the way, what is it? It's like Chinaman four twenty five. He loves garlish. 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 Garlish Thorn. Looking good. Anyway, I'd also like to thank Tim Anderkust. Tim Anderkust. For participating in Cast Cast Corner, uh, it's Cast Corner. Yeah. Stop doing that. I don't like that. So that it has to be that now. Yeah. No, it doesn't have to be that. Uh, it's something cool. Has to be. That is cool. It's cooler than Hard Rock Stadium. Well, maybe I've never actually been to the stadium, but the name itself is unquestionably cool. They're, 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 clo- they're closing down the Hard Rock Cafe here because no one goes because it's cast like you. They're probably intimidated by how cool it is. <laughs> I like Hard Rock Cafe. You should get a leather. You should get a leather Hard Rock Cafe jacket, Tim. Maybe I'll wear one as Phil's winning the U.S. Open or something. Phil's not winning the U.S. Open, pal. No, I don't. I don't think so either. Awesome. I want to make golf picks so bad. Yeah, well, you're not allowed to make golf I picks. Know, it's killing me. One week without you making golf picks, we have like eight guys in the top ten. It's killing me. Keep it to yourself. I am, and I plan, I, I intend to, but it, it, it's really annoying me. You stick to keep making hot basketball and hockey picks. Oh, man, those are going off the rails. Have you picked a single series right in any of the sports yet? Uh, well, in Probably the Penguins, right? Things are looking, they are looking okay. No, no you... I had the Blue Jackets. <laughs> I did. Did you have Calgary? No. Okay. No, I had right. Anaheim. But, you know, it looks like the Oil are going to take care of business, so that's going to win, and uh, you know, Washington's hey. going to take care of business. And that's gonna How are you feeling about the Habs? Uh, you know what? They just, in some ways, I almost hope they lose so I could boo them. Because the way they've been playing the last couple of games is disgusting. But we still have hope. You know, if we win game six, we'll win game seven. So. I wanted to bring up this point quickly. Uh, I brought this up to Chris Meany, too. Uh, and he had said I wasn't the first person. But I'm, I'm wondering if I was the first with you. Uh, I saw you tweet out something on the first night of the NHL playoffs that was like, the drive for 25 begins now. Didn't the drive for 25 begin in 1993? 94. Uh, you know, I suppose technically, yes, but, you know, we're, we're running for 25. The drive uh, for 25 times 25 is coming up soon. It's, it, that is actually very true. It's sad, but it's not over yet. Uh, is know, it sad or is it sad? Very sad. See, has he ever actually said sad? No, he only writes it. He only writes it, so yeah. we have to assume that's how he says it. Yeah, I wish yeah he would... but it's usually a cap, so it might be sad. <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> You're right, I don't. On that note, that will do it on the Pat Mayo Hour. You can not follow cast. me at what? Not cast. You're cast. You, you, how could you have a segment called Cuss Cuss Corner? It's Cuss Corner. It's not called that. If you weren't cussed. It's not called that. You can just call it something cooler than like, like Tim's Corner. <laughs>
Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. He's got the hottest takes with the highest stakes. He should be president of the United States, but it's Cuss Corner, it's Cuss Corner. Cuss Corner, hee hee hee.